Today's Chris Kirkwood podcast is the second half of our conversation with Kyle Gass and Jack Black, better known as Tenacious D. You know, I went to clown school as a kid. No kidding. Yeah. Did you learn how to juggle? I taught myself how to juggle years later. Yeah. Not I, a, they didn't teach that at the school? You know what? It was actually, I mean, I thought it was like clown school, and it was. They right? just taught you how to get into a small car? Did, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Full ghetto clown school. It was like, oh, it was like, it was like, it was like a JC Penney's or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like in between the various like uh, departments in, in, the, in the store or some shit, but you know. How to put things. on white face? How yeah, on, you know, yeah. the kind of thing you do as a kid. But years yeah. later, I saw somebody juggling and, and thought, I don't know, I'm going to teach myself how to do that, you know? And uh, did. Yeah. And taught myself how to juggle. You start off with two two balls in one hand. Yeah. That's how that's a, how a lot of good things start. Two balls in one <laughs> hand. <laughs> what the? <laughs> did, you, did you ever graduate to uh, three balls? Mm-hmm. If only. Yeah, no, three balls. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's as far as I got. Never got to four balls. Uh-uh. Can't do the four balls. That's either. what separates the uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the pros from the uh, somebody, regular Joes. Yeah. Somebody Google the world record of how many balls. How many balls, how many balls? Did someone can juggle? There, yeah. uh, we hold on, hold on. Nine. Oh, You're going to guess nine? I'm going to set the, I'm gonna set it at nine. No, I would say ten. Over, under at ten? Yeah. I'll go under. Okay. Uh, under ten? I'm going over. You go over. No one's well, going. Well, there's no somebody. More than 10. Dude, there's man, somebody out there that's doing some crazy. There was a guy down in Venice who used to juggle chainsaws. Oh, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Little chainsaws. They were kind of little. <laughs> little baby. Little baby chainsaws. <laughs> baby chainsaws. They just, uh, they've got to be done big ones. Paper cuts. Yeah. They've, they've got to be bigger. Cuts. Yeah. Thick. Ow, that hurt. Because <laughs> most of the crowd was hoping something bad would happen. You know, All right. It's like, so I, I want to just go ahead on record here and say I'm a fucking huge fan. What? Oh, man, thanks. I'm a huge fucking fan, so man. Nice. Oh, appreciate you. is seriously fucking... I think the music is bitching as shit. Oh, wow. You know? It really is. I mean, I think the songs are cool as fuck. Damn. The level of... There's a humorous element involved that's yeah. completely fucking far out. The singing's great. The guitar playing's great. And I'm just a fucking huge, huge fan. And I couldn't oh, be wow. more tickled to have you than, you know, you guys come down and be on my fucking little, oh, our, our little yeah. show here. Well, thanks, yeah. man. That was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking the not feeling, kidding, man. Coming from you. The feeling's sure. mutual. Yeah. I mean, um, people are going to be uh, listening to, to your music a thousand years after they've long forgotten Tenacious D, but I, I appreciate you just uh, enjoying our, 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 uh, our shtick. Is awesome. Oh, I like to shit my pants when I, you know, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been aware of you guys for a long time, you know? Thank you, man. And and I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where people make it look easy. You know, thirteen balls. In the end, we well, yeah. Somebody says thirteen. Thirteen yeah, balls. You, you know what? Uh, it's, I, I, it's see? thirteen <laughs> going over ten. Thirteen bean bags for fifteen catches. Oh wait a second! Bean bags are not oh, balls, yeah. my friend. Balls are bean Eleven balls. Eleven balls. Okay, still, still over ten. Interesting. The big bean bags are easier. Bean bags are a little easier to hold. Yeah. Nine clubs. A little easier to grab. Because the round... 11 is, balls and 9 you clubs. You That's pretty be, fucking intense. I think you got to go cascade, too. You you people to are nutty little creatures. The ones got to just yeah, be the catch. Right. Yeah, the ones got to just... You know, look at the pyramids. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> look at the pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> what was the deal? I, I think it was sand ramps, wasn't it? Was it was sand ramps? Oh, sand ramps, the thing they, they go? There's that one statistic. You push something up of sand ramp. 
I they, was there two years ago. Right? They're not as big as you think. Oh they are. come on, really? All right, let's. I, I was. I mean, I'm impressed. But mm, interesting. I, yeah, you there? don't know until you're there. Yeah, and it's like it's it's what about it's a nice day, but after a couple like you know 45 minutes of. You're looking you know, at an old pile of rocks. Yeah, you know, after you've like ridden the camels and had your picture taken. I feel like that a lot. Of, a lot of sightseeing. Do you ever get you? Obviously, you've been. On the I road think it forever. was just a mountain, and they chiseled away the stuff. <laughs> well, there's rocks. Isn't that the stack. easier way? I think you're thinking of Michelangelo. Oh, uh, chip away everything that isn't David. There you go. Chip away everything. Yeah, that, you've that been isn't on the road, the road dog. Did you ever? Were you sightseeing? Like when you went in a new town, would you? This is a bitching story, as far as that kind of shit is concerned. Yeah. Years ago, the first time we got to uh, Europe, right, mm-hmm. as the band. Heard of it. And uh, it was like 87. So we go over there, and <laughs> we play some stuff, we, you know, and then the tour's going to end, and we had this guy that was working with us. Uh, it was a British guy, Zop. He was our road manager. Hmm. And I was like, Zop? Why Zop? And he said, it's been my nickname since I was but a lad, right? And I'm just going, Oliver, <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> so we finish our show, and right, it's London. We end up in London. And like I said, I'm not cool, you know what I mean? But there was a moment there where, like, the earth graced me with, like, you know, just a nut, like I could fit into, like, you know, clothing or something. So go and buy a bunch of crap in London, you know, and, like, there's fancy, foofy gear and this kind of shit, and it's just like, I'll never wear this again, but I have it at least for this moment. And we were going to go down to Zop's house after the, the tour ended that night in London. We were going to go to uh, his house in Portsmouth and then visit Stonehenge yeah. the next day. Mm-hmm. And then the day after that, we're going to fly home, right? So as we're leaving the show that night on our way to Portsmouth, it was storming like fuck, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's just storming like fuck. So you, you know that the Me Puppet song, Party Till the World Obeys? Yeah. Party till the world obeys. All right, so we're leaving town, and uh, over in front of the South African embassy were these protesters, right? And it's like three in the fucking morning, and it's raining like shit, and these people are standing out there with their signs. It was a 24-hour protest vigil that they'd obviously been carrying on for a long time, you know, protesting apartheid, right? So Davo, our sound guy, Rolls down the window and screams, "Party till the world obeys!" Right, and that's where the ty- that's where that song came from. Kurt eventually, you know, wrote a song shortly after that. So that's just one little little tidbit. Uh, so then, as we're driving out of town, suddenly it's like storming like fuck, and then suddenly there's a tree across like the M1, you know, the main freeway and shit. And we're like, "What the fuck is this?" So we were diverted because the tree's falling down. And then we're diverted again because there's another tree and all this kind of stuff. And what it was was actually a North Atlantic hurricane that we got stuck in, right? That didn't make the news over here that much, but you can ask British folks about it, right? You can say, remember that fucking hurricane in 87? And they're like, oh, yeah, right, you know. Uh, but it was the same weekend that baby Jessica fell in the well or that hole. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember baby Jessica mm-hmm. fell in a little hole? And, yeah. you know, so it, the news cycle didn't make it over here, but we got yeah. stuck in this fucking hurricane to the degree that. We didn't make it to Portsmouth. We didn't make it to Stonehenge, right? And we actually had to get out of the van at one point, you know, because we kept getting 
shunted off onto smaller and smaller roads, oh, right? These, until we're finally like on these little old English lanes, you know, where mm-hmm. a couple hundred years ago they planted these trees and there's these big fucking trees that are falling over. One falls in front of us, one falls behind us. The oh van is God. fucking stuck, right? We get out of it and make our way up to this little church at the top of the hill where it's like, oh, sanctuary, you know? And uh, Was anyone else in there? No, right the now? fucking thing, the door was locked. It says, you know, all of you, you know, oh, are welcome. Yeah. Right? <laughs> all of like, you welcome. Yeah. Unless there's a storm. So, <laughs> the eye of the, it was so bitching, the eye of the storm rolls over, right? And it's just completely that fucking Shakespearean uh, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, right? Yeah. It's like, whoa! And then the other side of the storm comes and says, wham! And across the way we saw some flickering candlelight in, in a little farm across the way and we went over there and like, hey man, we're stuck out in the fucking, you know, in this shit. And the guy put us up in his barn and his wife actually brought out some tea and little sandwiches oh and stuff, God. you know? Like so we didn't movies. make it to Stonehenge at that time, right? <laughs> so years later, years later, we're playing a festival in in in, in uh, England, all tomorrow's parties. You know those guys of have those have those shows that they put on, and they're kind enough to ask us to come over and play one of their one of their shows. So we're driving along on our way to the the like the south uh, like the uh, southeast coast of, of of England where the show is happening. Camber Camber by the Sea, I think, is where it was. And as we come up this hill, all of a sudden. There's fucking Stonehenge. That's yeah. the, you know? And, and, you know, all these years later, and it's like, oh, fucking Stonehenge. Now, was it bigger or smaller than oh, you? Oh, it was dinky. It was a bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I've, taken, I've taken, you know, bigger turns than that. You know what I mean? So, uh, no, I was, I was bitching. It was completely cool. It was kind of getting on in the day, you know, and it was all cloudy and stuff. So we stopped, and we checked it out. We walked around and stuff. And here's the funny, the fucking uh, comeuppance on that. We split from the thing, and it's all like, ah, that was cool, right? You know, that was really neat. And we're like, you do 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 do. Now we go play a little bit of music. We stopped for some some uh, fuel for the vehicle, and Dennis did this, right? And he's like, I'll get it. He jumps out, <laughs> fills the fucking uh, the van up that we had with you know gas or whatever, right? And we start to drive out of the fucking parking lot, and it's like, boom, thing dies because he'd put regular gas in, and it was a diesel vehicle. Oh! <laughs> Oh, that's really bad, right? Dude. You know, and like you said, road dog. You know, me and my brother have done this for a while, right? You know, and things happen and this kind of shit. But suddenly, somebody that's you know part of the organization, but is you know there with us, you know, incidentally in a way, you know, suddenly is like just fucked us to the degree that suddenly Kurt goes to his special place, right? You know, and uh, he's like, that's it, and he disappears off in these fields, you know, <laughs> and like I'm like, oh god, you know, and I grew up with the guy, right? And he's been my older brother since I was born, right? So. A little bit used to this kind of thing, you know. It's kind of like, eh, he'll be back. And he, he did come back, and we took a cab down to the uh, the gig. We made it the gig. This woman came and picked us up in her car, had like a scent in it, you know, and she was playing like Enya or something kind of thing. And it's all these windy roads, and I'm like, oh, boy, you know, get kind of ro- nauseous. Oh, yeah. And uh, and by the time we got down there, Dennis like showed up shortly after that because they're used to that, you know. They're used to like you know Americans coming over there and, and ruining their cars. <laughs> yeah, there's a fucking tow truck came and he actually had the ability to suck the, the. Um, he's like, oh, my, you know, he emptied the tank. Another another you know, idiot American. The, yeah, you know, kind of thing. So, <laughs> Is that story too long? No. You know, no so, how was so. the show? Fucking rocking, dude. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Chris, and I'd like to take this opportunity to tell you all a little bit about the good folks at Wellspring Collective. If you're searching for a recreational dispensary in Denver, then Wellspring Collective is the place for you. With one of the city's largest selections of edibles and extracts, Wellspring Collective offers a wide range of marijuana products to recreational adults. Their high-quality cannabis products, knowledgeable staff, attentive customer service, and safe, professional environment 
set them apart from other recreational dispensaries in Denver to meet your buying needs. I invite you to browse through their menu, check out their specials, and contact them with any questions you may have about recreational marijuana. Wellspring Collective is located in Denver at 1724 South Broadway along the stretch of road called the Green Mile. That's 1724 South Broadway in Denver, Wellspring Collective, for all your recreational marijuana needs. Some of our best shows are like after a horrible turmoil. Oh, yeah, Usually almost. after we have a horrible It's fight. so predictable now that it's like, well, no, at least it's, it's going to be No, it's not. Sometimes good. it's bad. I almost. What well, kind of turmoil? Maybe. What, what? I never, well, we, we have old married fights. We, you know. Do you? Yeah, we, get, uh, we get into it. Do you? Yeah. Physical? You guys ever get physical? We did one time. Did you? Actually, uh, was kind of a moment. We were on the bus. <laughs> not really. I what? mean, not no, never bloodshed. <laughs> no, 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 no. But no, one time we did, like it came, it did came you? to a head. Let's put it that way. Mm. It was Where, about, uh, about the door going into the bunk part of the bus. Sure. And it was very automated. So it was the push button. You know? mm. It was like Star Trek. Mm. And it was a big. For some reason, it was important that the door be closed. I don't remember. Maybe people are sleeping. We're making noise in the front. Jack's in the front. It was about Kyle not really caring about other people's needs or comfort. I thought he was being inconsiderate. Yes. And then, uh, uh, but it was just, it wasn't really about that. It was about, you know, this sort of like weird sibling sibling rivalry (laughs) we have. And then, uh, yeah, there was this quiet sort of... uh, bubbling rage that we had that yeah. was uh, I mean it's like and then it finally, in the morning on they, the bus, and there so. was like this yeah it finally the straw broke and then we like both got up off of our Ooh, chairs and like yeah. came up to each other and chest bumped and uh but then we got in this clinch like <laughs> yes. uh, like uh, yes. uh, the uh, bullhorn what are the horns wild horn sheep well that's uh-huh. what our our opening <laughs> we had the, we had that uh, sasquatch was opening for us on that tour and he said <laughs> that he was watching us from the couch, and he said it was just like two wild, um, uh, uh, yeah, sheep. Yeah. Uh, what were the, the like two rams yeah. in the wild? Yes. Just it came up and knocked, locked horns. Like there's some rules to the conflict. Mm. So you don't hurt each other. So here's the clinch. Ah. And we were in a clinch <laughs> for a long and time. Even, no just one's gonna give up. Red-faced oh. middle-aged men yeah. in a clinch for like the thirty seconds. The close there was no blows <laughs> thrown. It sounds a little bit like the male wrestling scene in Women in Love, uh, or something like that. Oh my god! Very close. Yeah, and, and then, it quickly uh, became comical. Yeah. I think we had to like, this is ridiculous. I was glad Mike was there to witness. And then Spiker, our tour manager, wanted to witness so much that he now contends that he saw it, but he didn't. <laughs> well, those one moments. That's but the, the show usually would be good after one of our... After that, yeah. After our blog. The, the restorative and healing powers of rock and roll. That's right. Yeah. You know? Me and my brother used to box. Oh, really? Yeah. You boxed <sighs> before a show? Ah, whenever. No, oh, whenever. Whenever, just, like, whenever it was you necessary. Go did you have the brotherly rules to let off no steam. actual hurting though? Now wait, do you bring I the did. equipment? Do you bring <laughs> do you bring gloves? Oh, you know, oh god, where's that picture? I got to show you. There's a picture of me and Kurt as little they kids. Were, they were wow. it's so cute. I'll show it to you. You know. I think he's saying as uh, you know, when we were kids, yeah. Like mom uh, our mom, like mom's second husband like was into making us box, right? Yeah. I mean, he was, you know, older than me, so I used to get the shitty end of that fucking stick, right? Then we get a little bit older, and it's just like, fuck that, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
and occasionally we get in it, get in, get at it. And one time, this is a good one. This is funny uh, ending to the story. We, we get at it, right? And, I, and like, and it was totally my fault. I'm a douche, right? I'm not cool. Not only am I not cool, I suck, right? <laughs> so I'm like causing some trouble. That's like some fucking hogwash, and definitely it was fucking on me, you know. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I'm like, fucking go ahead, man. And it gets into like, you know, our little spatty thing. And then it kind of gets to a point where everybody's, you know, they're, you know, Escalated. mopping up the tears, right? Mm. And and it kind of rolls into like something's wrong with Dave. Well, the same dude that screamed at the at the South African protesters, right? <laughs> right? And I'm like, okay, we've got to figure out, get to the bottom of this. And finally, he comes clean. I get him to come clean with me. Something's wrong with my balls, right? How many balls can you juggle? <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? You know? And he shows me, and it was. Fucking incredible. One of his nuts was the size of like a grapefruit. Right? Oh, oh, full yeah. infection. Yeah. Something so, was wrong. There was actually an occlusion of the, you know, of like the the, the vessel, you know, the, yeah. the blood supply. That's the vas- like yeah, there was on, a you know? vascular issue. Yeah. You know, to the degree that, you know, and because and, we've been like boxing in the in the bus. Bus boxing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then suddenly it turns into this thing where it's just like, not alert. I mean, oh, to where you yeah. not can't get that big without no. there being a fucking problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, we have to find some medical professionals to attend to this situation. And he had to have emergency fucking surgery. Yeah, on that sounds serious. He had to have a nutterectomy. Yeah, nut, 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 oh, nut, 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 he dropped into the nutologist. What do you call that? Nut, yeah, what do you call Gigantia? Oh, we, we, call, we call that a beautiful thing. We call that a, a source of envy and, and longing. I don't know. <clears throat> now you're in some foreign land at this point, I Not, imagine. Yes, we were. It's uh, called uh, Indiana. And Okay. Yes. Was it hopefully close to some? It took great... a while. It took a yeah. while. It took a while to actually get to the. Uh... They don't have like the the <clears throat> best uh, nut professionals in Indiana. Uh, you know, That's not out not in like the middle the of. We were kind of out in the middle of fuck all, and it took yeah. it, you know actually driving to a should place. We go, should we go to Bell's like a... Palsy story? Oh my God, That's pretty hard. Oh, tell it. Yeah. Tell it. Well, we we're, were playing our, our biggest gig ever, I think. Yeah. Rock'em Ring. Rock'em Ring in, in Germany. I saw that. That's like, like 100,000 people. It's insane. Is that like 70,000? Yeah. It's a buttload of Dude, people. Dude, I think it's like a They're quarter million. There's a buttload more. I mean, you can't see the end. They're yeah, mostly I mean, there for Metallica, but a lot of them were there to see Tenacious because for we some reason well. they were, we yeah, well. we they were very popular. They were crazy for you guys. Yeah, we're very popular in Germany for some weird reason. But it's the night before, I mean, we wake up in Germany. We wake up, no, at the show. At the show, Kyle wakes up and he's like, something wrong. And he's just like, my face fell asleep. I slept on it wrong, you guys. I I slept on my face wrong. I slept my face was asleep. Uh, No, that doesn't look right. It looks like, looks like you well, yeah. First off, I don't want to tell anybody. You know, he's sort of like this that was like David with his balls. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to ruin. It. It's a big show, and I don't want to trouble like with my weird. But then after, I think you noticed it. Yeah, it looks like there's a some face paralysis. And it then looks I'm like going, wait, stroke. half your stroke it could be a stroke. That's yeah. what I thought. You know, the middle aged uh, frightening. Yeah. So you know, we we. Uh... We go, we go down to like the local um, hospital that's only like uh, twenty minutes away, well, and they first, say, "Well, yeah. first I get the hero medal for playing the show." They say, oh, well, "No, no, no, we don't do the show yet." Oh, why? We went to the doctor first. Yeah, we go to the oh. doctor first. They say, "Yeah, you you uh, need to go and have 
have this checked by a real uh, hospital neurologist. neurologist because this could be a stroke. We can't rule out. We have to rule out certain things. One of the things, spinal meningitis. Jesus. There's a lot of things you got to rule out. Hey. This could be things. Mm. It could be Bell's palsy. It could be a lot of things that that are not a big deal, mm. but it could be major deal. So uh, go ahead and do your show. You can do your show. Um, now, part of this affliction, quickly, is that you're hearing your things that block or uh, modulate your mm. hearing goes away. Oof. So I'm on stage, and I'm like, it's the loudest thing I've ever heard. It's like someone put a boombox up to my ear. Yeah, it's not I'm that like, you guys, something's wrong with the. It's the opposite that your hearing went away. It's that your hearing was like super duper sensitive and yeah, weirdly like. So that was painful. I get earplugs. Sure we that. do the show. Yeah. Then... So. Uh... We do the show, even though Kyle's face is is clearly melting off, and he's hearing crazy explosions every time anyone plays a note. And then you have this <laughs> monster crowd. And you're in front of an yeah. assload of people. In front of the biggest audience we've ever had. That's a good show. We make it through it. It's actually yeah. a strong show. It's actually show. weirdly relaxing. You look good. Yeah. You look great at that show. Uh, outfits yeah. you had were tremendous. We have a big, giant... Wiener. Yeah. Well, it's a phoenix that looks kind of... It's kinda, a phoenix. It's a phallic. Phallic Phoenix, this, yeah, uh, mocking us <laughs> behind us, and then yeah, we go straight, take Kyle straight to like the specialist. It's a couple hours away after after the show, and um, and they try to give him a spinal tap. Fuck, doesn't no. work. When I was like, wait a minute, they can't I have get to in. Have they one? can't get into the spine so, juice. So they it's need the to get... night crew. It's like it's kind of the, like the right. B shift. It's the night. So I'm like, do I have to? I don't. And then, of course, Jack and Michelle, our manager, is like, you have to do it because we have to rule this out. Okay. And then it's the most painful thing I've ever been through. Right. And she couldn't hit the thing. Oh. Some people. So she did it five times. I said, I don't care. I'd rather have spinal meningitis than go through this. And then for some reason it was okay, and I didn't, and they never did it. But, uh, yeah. Did you get to the root of the problem ever? Yeah, it was Bell's palsy. Which is actually Doctor Bell. Apparently, when your face, it's uh, everything that's not. It's uh, when you rule out everything, you're you're left with. Are the dude that's taking care of my dog right now, the guy that's worked for the band for fucking ages and ages, Danny, right? Yeah. His nickname's Moped because for like six (laughs) months we're we're not supposed to call him Moped. No, for like six months (laughs) when we were kids, he had a fucking moped, right? Yeah. You know, and ever since, and this, this guy, he makes hot rods Damn. by hand. You know what I mean? He's the yeah. kind of guy that like makes his own. You know, he's like way into you know the other kind of shit that definitely ain't no fucking moped. You know, but that's his name. He had fucking Bell's palsy. Mm. You know, and then a couple of years ago, you know what he got? Shingles on his face. Oh, poor bastard. Shingles <laughs> on his face. Oh, fucking putrid. Oh, don't get the face shingles. Oh god, I've never is even, that the worst kind of shingles? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> you know, well, I heard you know, shingles. By the way, are extremely painful. Uh, just like, you know, and and, and from the Bell's palsy, he still yeah. has like, well, and my pal, Dr. Dave, who's at, up in Red Rocks, see Neil, that dude's a neurologist, and he's the one that, you know, was able to determine, because Danny didn't know what the hell was going on, you know, he's got yeah, some yeah. fucking facial issues going on, and it, it'd be what kind of luck do you get the palsy and the face shingles? Oh, you, you know, yeah. Back yeah. to back. Yeah, uh, some rough shit. 
I'm not. He deserves it though. I don't want. Does that happen a lot with uh, Bell's palsy? You end up with shingles. I don't think it was necessarily related, possibly. But but what what is that spot though? I noticed there's a little spot on your face there, Kylie Uh Kyle. Let's look at your I balls. do. Uh, they break out the big I ball. do. One of the only remnants of it is now when I eat, I tear up and my I cry out of my left eye. Do you? Yeah. Is this, are you, what's the matter? Is the food making you is sad? Is it only when it's delicious? Or anything? <laughs> it does seem to be. Because <laughs> his eye, Danny's, uh, Danny's eye is still like, you know, he has an eye issue from the yeah, I think I'm okay. So but. you have the napkin, and first you dab the mouth, and then you dab the what eye. Does he dab the eye? Mm-hmm. I have to. Mm. Mm. It's so delicious. Mm, food. Let's talk about food. Hey, everybody, it's Chris Kirkwood. If you're searching for a recreational dispensary in Denver, then the right place to check out is Wellspring Collective. Wellspring Collective's high-quality cannabis products set them apart from other recreational dispensaries in Denver to meet your buying needs. Browse through their menu, check out their specials, and contact them with any questions you may have about recreational marijuana. Wellspring Collective is located in Denver at 1724 South Broadway along the stretch of road called the Green Mile. Wellspring Collective. The place to go for all of your marijuana needs. Um, I eat too much. You eat just the right amount, as far mm. as I'm concerned. Oh God, I love food, man. Mm. Ah, love food's it. wonderful, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. What's here. the biggest you ever been? I'm I'm hovering around it right now, two thirty-five. That's nothing. That's pretty pretty good. Oh, yeah. Shit. How about I, the other leg? Cage. <laughs> cage is Cage is beating me right now. Where are you at? Uh, around two twenty-five. My man, yeah. I topped out What's about. I, I topped out about three twenty, three twenty-five. Oh no! Yeah. No, he was. Oh, fuck! Okay. Is it okay to talk about that? Sure. He was. He was the biggest. He was the fattest crack junkie. Wow. Ever. I didn't, I didn't say it was okay to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, we, 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 we went from food. Oh, okay. We, we, it's too I, late. I, I already I, read I, the I, Wikipedia I, I page. I over there, <sighs> and I was just like, like, it's like, I mean, that's, there's one, there's one benefit of doing those kinds of drugs right, right. is you're supposed to be thin like the yeah, Rolling Stones. Yeah, what the hell? And... I was more like a Jerry Garcia kind of junkie. All right. <laughs> like, you were a big... You, you were a chunky junkie. A chunky junkie. Wow, I never heard that. Instead of Chunky Monkey. We got our first song. <laughs> Those days are yeah. Songwriting gone. credit. Songwriting He's credit. Write a word, get a third. That's my history as a songwriter. I need to huh? lose 30 pounds. So, you know. What was your, uh, what was your uh, carbohydrate of choice? Heroin. But were, you, <laughs> but were you a pizza man or were you a cheeseburger dude? Nah, junky you know, food? Sugaries? Were you junk food? Uh, it was... Uh, I don't know. I, no, it was um, everything. It was fucking a. I can't remember. I was fucked up. Yeah, I was a real. Did you eat mess. a lot of ice cream back then? Oh, I had a bitch and fucking party. Okay, let's just talk about how how you get down for real life party wise. Yeah. Okay, what you want to do is you want to buy yourself a sack of fucking rigs, right? You don't want to dick around. This right. is professional fucking throwdown party shit. Right. You want to buy weight when you're getting your drugs. You want to buy weight. Don't, this, we'll, we can edit all this out, right? Yeah. So we'll do whatever. You... I'd fill up a fucking buttload of rigs with dope, right? And right. Right. Wow. I get all jacked up on yeah. right? And I'd fucking steal my ice cream. I wouldn't buy it. I'd steal it. And I'd let it melt. It was like Cherry Garcia. Talking about Jerry. Cherry. Chunky right. about Cherry Garcia. Let it fucking... And then... Right? And I'd come out of it and be like... Crack, crack. Drink the fucking ice cream. Is that, a, is that how, how Philip Seymour Hoffman had his apartment set up? 
right, right at the probably end. when they came in when found pretty, his yeah. his corpse it was like he was set to go I for like this. Yeah. Well, he, he just bought, had tons. He had yeah. bought a whole bunch of stuff. For he had a bunch of rigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was get. He was set to go and that's, go. And that's go. such yeah. a sad story because he was. He was well, he had been for, clean for a he, long time. Yeah, he'd been clean for a long time, yeah. and uh, and then he he started up again, and then yeah. he just couldn't couldn't stop. Yeah. And I, I know some people that were working with him near the end, and I guess it was just. Uh, was oh, it was uh, while he was working. He was doing like because I felt like, like he, he had like something like. 25 deals around town yeah he had a show at showtime he had like a bunch of movies that he was supposedly attached yeah, to yeah. and he was like working on scripts and people were maybe, telling me yeah, like he, he was and like maybe maybe he needed uh, to check out of that like he was overwhelmed or something like that. yeah well, i don't know because i i think he had a heart he he got clean pretty early on and his career took off and i i guess he just i don't know those are those are like really hard subjects to talk about but yeah. Sometimes there's something that switches in people, and they just don't feel good about themselves, and they go right back to it. And I, I don't know what that is. I um, think it's um, there's an empty hole that needed to be filled. Think, it's a little um, bit of that, yeah. I think sometimes yeah. your brain you, your brain gets hijacked by the addiction. I think, and just for that moment, like even the thing, but it only takes that sort of one moment to kind of lose yeah. it, and right. then once he's back, it was it was just weird. And, and you know, the other thing is because I, I had some friends who were really good friends with him. And you would read some of the cruel things that people would say online after he after he died. Really? Yeah, and it was just like heartbreaking, you know, because it was just like what? He, I actually, was, I don't, I don't his do behavior? a lot. Of, yeah, just people saying, "Oh, he's a fat junkie. Fuck him." You know, it's like you know. Oh, people that didn't know. Yeah, it's like oh, you know, well, yeah, yeah right. but it, it just cruel well, stuff and. Uh, sounds like my YouTube comments. That's just the world, though. <laughs> I know. I was going to say. I mean, you can't read anything on the line. Everyone's I dick. do every time, and I totally dwell on the negative ones. Me too. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> There's the no negative ones about you guys. <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. So have you avoided the pitfalls? You guys have avoided the pitfalls of fucking... Uh, of the uh, of, of the uh, China? Of, of you know. <laughs> I, I snorted heroin once, and maybe I just had a bad batch, but I thought I was going to die. It wasn't good. I snorted it because I heard that it was the best feeling ever. And uh, it's not that good. You know? It wasn't good. It felt like my heart was slowing down. Yeah. And then I felt like I'm gonna have a heart attack. And so I walked around the block a bunch of times, and I felt like my my feet disappeared, and I was just walking on stumps, like I was just walking on my ankle bones. Mm. I was like, this fucking sucks. Mm. I'm not doing this again. What about psychedelics? You eat a lot of psychedelics. I did eat mushrooms. And I did enjoy, and I did do acid, and I did enjoy a lot, but then the tail end, I always felt uh, 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 shitty at the end, and like like I couldn't escape out of my brain, and I felt like I would, I would go into a dark place where I would get locked in. But you're a stone cold pro, though. I mean, and you know, obviously there's something about you, you know, just talk about you for a second, like, you know, and you too, Cage. Like, uh, I mean, movie making is hard, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's I a mean, real it's, job. it's fucking work. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's a real job. You know? and and you've made a a lot of movies, and you yeah. know, you've had a, a fucking really cool, successful career, haven't you? I mean, fun, it seems good like it. ride, yeah. You know, so it's, it's just down to that. You know, yeah. I mean, like I was saying earlier, not only am I not cool, but I suck. I mean, that's all it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? How you fall into that kind of a thing, and you see somebody, 
I don't know. It's just fucking. It's a shitty thing. And thanks a lot for bringing that up, Bill. Way to wreck a bunch of the good podcast. What did they say? What, which part? <laughs> Someone asked you if you. We talked about junk food, and you brought it right into something. You took it straight to the crack. Fuck it. We want to talk about ice cream and treats. Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. Ice cream, though. I just want to take it to ice cream. It is okay, well, we'll edit it out. I'm sorry. I, you know, I don't know. Something's going to get edited out. <laughs> What else are we doing, Cage? Do we have anything? Yeah, what else? Uh, we're uh, we're playing a lot of festivals coming up here. We got gigs here and there. How about you guys? Do you got got got, got any gigs coming up? We do. We, we're gonna do. A, um, we just finished a tour with some old, uh, with uh, old pals of ours, Soul Asylum. Oh yeah! Oh my I got God. tickets. I got tickets to a show you guys got coming up here pretty oh, soon. Betcha. at the House of Blues. Yeah, we're coming. You guys are playing the House of Blues? I think so. When? Yeah. I bought, Later this month. I bought tickets because I didn't oh, want to be one of those dicks. It's oh, like, that's so sweet. Hey, man, can you put can me you on put me on this, this plus, plus 19? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, fucking uh, bitching. Are you going to come to the show then for real? Yeah. Good. That'll be fun. Who's got to come uh, up on stage and jam out Is with this us. a dual headline? Dude, you Dude. know I want to. Oh, you totally have to. It's a, it's a co-headliner. Right, sure it okay. is. Sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we're doing that and some other stuff. You know, some other stuff. I think we're gonna. Um, I think we're going back to England. I think later on in the year. You know, so. But yeah, well, that'll be a blast. Uh, if if you know, you have to come out and jam with us. It'll be fun. I'd love to. Ah, fucking that thing we did. Jack, I met Jack a few months ago when we were in. Utah Sundance at Sundance. The Sundance Film Festival. I went and saw that movie. Um. Uh. Uh. uh montage of Montage heck. of heck. heck. It's fucking amazing, and uh, Brett Morgan. Who I know from high school, we were in the same class, uh, directed it, and he uh, he got you guys to to play the the party, which yeah, was party. fucking classic. Man. Oh, it was, it was fun, unbelievable. We're down there, and uh, I saw you guys right before sound check. Right, and uh, you guys said, "Hey, uh, uh, join us for a jam if you want." And I was like. No, I can't join you guys for a jam. I can't. I can't. I, I couldn't. Well, if you guys play up on the sun, I'm gonna jump up there. But <laughs> but um, I couldn't. Listen and then you guys did. You played up on the sun. And I was like, I'm gonna get up. There. Have, there's a picture. Have you seen that one photo? There's a photo of uh, you, me, uh, Neil Hamburger, yeah, and your sister-in-law, yeah, Petra, yeah, Hayden, uh, and I'm like. I'm doing the Johnny Cash. Yeah. Right. And it's all blue. And you you have this like oh this this cool look on you. And I'm like going, it's fucking one of the coolest fucking photos. It's just it's a, great. I love you doing Johnny. That's a, um that's a, do you know uh that I was talking to Neil right before that and he was telling me, I know these fucking guys from when they put this album out. When they were, he was talking about Meat Puppets too. Yeah. Cause he was like, I know these guys from like 30 years ago. Even before that, yeah, he's like one of the guys. Thirty-five years ago, because yeah, because he was a he's like a teenager, and he was your merch guy, you know. So it was an amazing story, and and, uh, and uh, when I told him I was gonna go up there, he was like, oh, "Wow, I'm going up there too." <laughs> right on. Like, the fuck, you're going up there without me. I'm going up there too. And he was still in his full like uh, Neil Hamburger like uh outfit and yeah. makeup because he had yeah. just gigged across the street earlier that That's night funny. it was an amazing night yeah it's quite an outfit he gets going then i handed out the bass yeah <laughs> oh no not the bass solo get a little bass <laughs> who did a bass solo get a little bass did everybody do a bass solo yeah i hope so 
Yeah. Well. Yeah. So that's what's going on, and uh, and fucking a. So don't forget to get your tickets to the uh, show at the uh, House of Blues. Yeah. Because there's going to be a fucking jam session featuring yeah. the Meat Puppets. Uh, Festival Supreme. And Cage, you're, you're 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 totally invited too, dude. Dude, thank you. Come up on stage and let's. I I will be in Europe. What, what date is that? It's later this month. It's the twentieth. Oh, I'm still soon? be here. You're gonna be here. Yeah, I'm the twentieth. Come on down. I would love it. That's a great show. Oh, that's an amazing lineup. Yeah. And oh, we're doing a we're doing a live podcast beforehand with what the Violent Femmes and Holy Dave crap. from Soul Asylum. No shit. Yeah. At the at the House at of Blues. Mm. Damn. Does Dave? Can... What's does Dave still have the dreads? No, no, no. He doesn't have the dreads anymore. But. Mm. Still it's funny that, man, that song they closed with from like two years ago, Gravity. That's a great song. He's yeah. a great songwriter. Mm-hmm. I gotta yeah. check that out. Do yeah. they have a new album or is it just a single? It's a whole album, like from oh. two years well, ago, maybe. I'll check that out. He's a hell of a songwriter. Definitely. He is a yeah. great Some songwriter. fucking sticky ear candy, you know. I yeah. love Hang Time. Hang great, Time is great a great record. with cartoon, which yep. is that's the best song Dan ever wrote. That's a great song. Make you feel and I, I loved, um, you know, and the horse they rode in on. And, yep. Uh, yeah, they, uh, we're supposed to be writing a new album. You guys are. We're supposed to be. How's it going? You're doing a new album. How many songs? How do you? you well, who writes? Yeah. You guys write the songs together. We write songs like, together, but we have zero songs written. for and we the have new zero. Album. We have zero for the new one. No, but we've got a, we've got we've got concepts and ideas floating around True. in our heads. True. You've got nuggets though ready in your chamber, I have, right? I have some well, nuggets I've in the chamber. Some, hey, dude, I've got stuff ready. We hey, marry those listen, together. I've got lyrics. Do you want to hear some right now? Sure. Yes. Let's I'll, hear some. I'll there. bust some out of the new uh, album out go. right wow. now. You, you, the, you guys got a scoop. You calling me I out? haven't even heard these. You calling me out? <laughs> Let's see what we got. This could be a bad idea to play any of these. <laughs> what is this? Ladies and gentlemen, this is a Chris Kirkwood podcast exclusive. Wait a second. Jack Black with new lyrics. Actually, and putting there. a lot of pressure on So you Kyle. taught Jack how to play guitar, Kyle? Is that real? Yes, it's true. You didn't believe it? Of course I don't believe it. I'm scared. Whoa! Awesome! Yeah. Oh, this fucking rules. This could fall into the wrong hands. <laughs> Wait, that's nothing. That's just some, like, basic chords. Okay, never mind. I, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. What's this? The blues? I need to be. Then you don't play rock and roll. That's the truth. Feeling it. Then if you don't play the blues, yeah, yeah. Right. you simply don't know the definition of rock and roll. <laughs> Yeah, that's not just a song. It's a that's a lifestyle. It's a lecture. It's, it's, it's a symposium. Rock and teaching. roll's a junkie. Then <laughs> <laughs> the core of its own. Ooh, that's serious. Yeah. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess you. It, 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 it's, a, it's sort of a departure from our normal. So, as you can see, we're well on our way to our our new album's completion. I do. Do you want a title that I've, I've been working up? That one's called the blues. Okay, the blues. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's actually based on. Is I was thinking, and I can't, I was working on this song. Can I give you? The, it's it's graveyard of dreams. Ooh, 
Graveyard. Where do dreams go? And I was mm. because based on that song that, that we you guys played with Nirvana. Oh, where do the bad folks go? In there? Yeah, and uh, we were talking about that song, and I was thinking, yeah, where do dreams go? When where do dreams go? When they die, they go to the graveyard of dreams. Ooh. And check out the acronym. Graveyard of... Oh, fuck, dude. I didn't even know Can it. Can you hear that? That's wow. the sound of my mind being blown. Wow. We've done it again. Can we copyright it? What, what's the acronym? <laughs> On that We've done note. it again. <laughs> I think we're uh, at the end of this week's episode. And uh, once again, I want to thank Kyle Gass. Fuck you guys. That was such a fucking blast. And Jack Black. We had so I much know. fun. Oh, Don't man. you feel like we could do like three more hours? Uh, we probably could. We probably could. We probably should. Probably a two-parter. Uh, Why don't we this come back might, and do that? Well, you do we would it. Love, we would love to have you come back. Let's do a little House of Blues before the Violent Femmes. No. Yeah. You guys... <laughs> no, really, you guys are booked up. You can have a jam of added up and... Let, uh, us, uh, let us build up a few years of uh, material before we okay. come back and blow our right. wad. We'll see you in 2020. Perfect. I think that's a good, yeah, that's a good plan. Perfect. I have OCD, so 2020 really... Yeah, that's appeals that to my round sensibilities. Mm. Today's show was recorded at Winslow Court Studios in Hollywood, California.